Warning. Earth engine system failing. Total, 121 facilities. Correction, 1,001 correction. 3,000 correction. Correction, 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 correction. Well, welcome back, everybody, to Take Me to Your Reader, discussing adapted science fiction at its best and worst. I'm Seth. I'm James. And I'm Colin. And this time we're discussing The Wandering Earth, which is currently streaming on Netflix and is one of the highest grossing science fiction films of all time. It is the second highest grossing Chinese produced film of all time behind, oh, what was that one called? Like The Wolf Warrior 2 or something? Oh, it looked awesome. <laughs> um, nice. Uh, Chinese science fiction films. There must be no. other Chinese films no, of all of all time. Of all no, time. I think this is of all time. Yeah, I saw that yeah. too. Yeah, it made something like $700 million. Yeah. Wow. So Because there is a shit ton of people in China. That is true. It, 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 is, it is the kind of thing that we don't necessarily factor in, right? A huge hit here in yep. the US is going to be a drop in the bucket next to right. China. And that's why a lot of films these days, right? They, they almost market it to the overseas audience. So something mm-hmm. like The Great Wall yeah. that just bombed here was a huge hit overseas. So, hmm. And it still works. But anyhow, The Wandering Earth is based on a short story of the same name by an author whose name I'm going to try and pronounce, but I'm probably going to butcher. But I'm really trying here, so give me a break. <laughs> Liu Tsoshin. So, sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. All right. Tsoshin Lu. <laughs> Something like that <laughs> is what I would usually say. But I think, as I understand it, I looked up like a, how to pronounce it. And as far as I can tell, it's Liu Tsoshin. Why didn't you ask your Why didn't you ask your sister? She's in China, you know. What would she know? By the way, this totally gives you license to chew him out. (laughs) Yes. Anyhow, uh, let's talk about the story. What is the story? The common ground between you know the the story and the movie. Not much. Are you kidding? It entirely overlaps. It, it, the thousand foot view is exactly the same. No, no, the the it, thirty thousand foot view is exactly okay. the same. I I might give you thirty. Yeah, ten thousand. Ten thousand. Do I hear ten thousand? Okay, okay, so here, I'll, this is what I'll give you. Mm-hmm. The setting is exactly the same. There you go. That's what I was thinking. The, I was thinking the premise is the same. The premise is the same, but the story is completely different. Yeah, the, no. the beginning story laps nope. over nope. five nope. or six decades. <laughs> sure, the short story does, and what we get is. A, a, like a week, a, yeah, maybe a week, maybe a week and a half. Mm-hmm. You cannot say that it's, it's the same story over that time. I disagree. I completely disagree. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's the same story. It's just it's a little sliver of it. Ding ding ding. Let if the I match you... begin. Yeah. yeah. Oh. It's okay. Think think about it. Like it's it's the zoomed in story, and 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 yeah, it's not. It doesn't take place over twenty five hundred years, and neither does the the. We're not saying the story, story took, either. No, he no, didn't no. say twenty five. He said, said a few decades. decades. Yeah, okay. decades, decades. It does. It takes over the place. Yeah, the, the dude's life. Sure. Which yeah, is okay. kind of funny because I was actually wondering, reading the book, I'm like, how's this going to end? And then I realized the entire time it's from his perspective. So it's going to end when he dies. Okay, I'm also going to disagree <laughs> with you because the movie takes place over a couple decades. So we'll get back. Yeah, to that. that's that's true. That's true. Actually, so it's much more than just a sliver of the, of the story. But we, but, we but there's no it. there's no part of the story in the movie that is common with the story in the book outside of the premise of the story. Yeah, the premise is the story, though. That's 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 my point. Yeah, but I would have much rather have seen a little bit more faithful of an adaptation, I think. Because gravity spikes on Jupiter are stupid. I agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> that's like saying every World War II movie is the same movie, we just tell different stories or pieces of it. That's completely irrelevant. That's a pretty good analogy, actually. Look at that one. <laughs> I like that one, actually. Good job. <laughs> I'm going to have to clip that. Oh, okay, okay. So the setting, which we, we all agree on, mm-hmm. is right. that... 
the planet Earth has to move because mm-hmm. the sun, for reasons that no one understands, is going to become a red giant way sooner than anybody thought. Mm-hmm. And so right. uh, the Earth's government coalesces into the unified Earth government, mm-hmm. and they build a bunch of engines to stop the rotation of the Earth and to push it out of the orbit, and they're going out towards Jupiter and then stuff happens. Right. So I wouldn't see – that's the thing. I, I would not say that's the setting. I would say that's the story, that that Earth is being moved to a different solar system. That's that's the premise, like right. James said, right? Yeah. So that is the story in a lot of ways. It's just right. what events are covered yeah, they, yeah, in either there. version of it. Yeah. That's where it differs. So but we can get back to that. So the story, The Wandering Earth, uh, it is – in case anybody wants to read it, you can find it at your library, I'm sure, in a – collection of stories called The Wandering Earth. It's not at our library. I, I'm saying that people might be able to find it there. Oh, okay, okay. You can also get it on Kindle. Uh, Kindle Unlimited has it. Mm-hmm. I know this because I did a free trial of Kindle Un- Unlimited and then lent out Kindles to the group. <laughs> <laughs> That's one nice thing about having more than one device, now although in this case, <laughs> ended up lending you the same device. Yes. But anywho, it's a short story, right? Maybe maybe 50 yeah. pages? Yeah. So uh, it could, could be more, maybe not. 45 yeah. according to Goodreads, actually. Okay. 45 right. I tracked pages. it as a book on, on, on my Goodreads, so. Yeah. Yeah. I I could definitely see, if, if somebody handed me the story and said, this was published in 1945 in Amazing Stories, uh, you know, serialized oh, over yeah. the course of 12 weeks or something, I absolutely could see it with a fantastic pulpy cover showing the <laughs> earth with big rocket thingies on it. <laughs> And and something about you know the moving the Earth with the power of atomic energy or something. <laughs> this I feel like is very much in the golden age of science fiction. Kind Isn't of all energy, kind of a, atomic. Shut up, you. <laughs> James doesn't know anything about yes. about nuclear stuff. I think we've established nuclear. that it's nu- nuclear. <laughs> um, but but yeah, like that's me, the part that did make the movie cool. Like seeing all the graphics and stuff, especially the. The Earth moving with all the Earth engines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The CGI like, was, was cool. top notch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I no, really like we're dope. not to the movie yet, though. Yeah, fair enough. I'm still talking about how how I feel like it's that very 50s kind of ridiculous premise that you just don't question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when worlds collide. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. And in that sense, very good stuff. Like when you're navigating <laughs> the asteroid field in Star Wars. Don't question it. Right, don't question the fact Just that go with it. Hmm, you shouldn't be seeing any other asteroids. If you see one, the other ones are probably hundreds of thousands of kilometers away. Although in this in this story, it actually kind of works, because it's planet size. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Even so, you could probably still sneak a planet through there without hitting any, any asteroids. Probably. Because the belt is very large. Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, so what did we think of it, Colin? What do you think? Or do you want to talk more about the story? We should well, talk about this. We talked about the commonality between the right. novella right. and the movie. Now I think we should talk about the story just just a little bit. We don't want to recap the entire thing. Okay. Yeah. Go for it. Okay. So and I'll talk for a little bit. You guys jump in and in, mm-hmm. in counterpoint. Sure. Yeah, yeah. So we start off with a young boy who is experiencing his first sunrise as right. part of a school trip. Yeah, that was kind of wild because yeah. uh, they are three hundred and. 85 years into a 400-year process of getting the Earth to leave the sun. And one of the first things they did was they stopped the rotation of the Earth. And so there are no more sunrises and sunsets. Right. Um, Aside from when they alter the Earth's orbit and they expose different sides of the planet to the sun as they Mm -hmm. start to have this very elliptical, eccentric orbit to get them out of the Mm -hmm. solar system in time to save the Earth from blowing up. Right. Being blown up by the sun. Yes. Which, by the way, I later realized this was completely validating Marvin the Martian. 
<laughs> he finally found a way to get them to move the earth out of the way without blowing it up. We'll just convince everybody the sun's going to explode and they'll move it for him. Right. Yeah. If, if only they had read the, the posting at Alpha Centauri <laughs> that there was going to be a hyperspace bypass. That would have worked too. Mm -hmm. James just got the joke. Yep. <laughs> Reference acknowledged. Yep. <laughs> Continue. Uh, well, we follow him as he grows up. He meets people of the uh, kind of opposing party because, you know, we're humans. No one ever agrees to do everything at the, at the same time in the same place. Right. Or do right. it the same way. Or do it the same way. There were a bunch of people that thought we should build a set of spaceships mm -hmm. to uh, leave the Earth and leave the solar system and leave the planet behind mm -hmm. um, because they weren't convinced that they could move the Earth in time. Right. Right. Whereas the, the Earth faction says, look, you're not going to have the agriculture, the aquaculture, you know, anything of the, the biosphere of the Earth right. is important in order to feed people for that long. Right. I, it doesn't, see, this is where it gets, like, this is not the Martian, right? Not hard science fiction. It, no. it does not go into, and here's how we're going to grow food, you know, for all these people during mm. these 2,500 years while, right. where we basically don't have the sun. And I'm like, well, how are you growing things without the sun? How, 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 how is the atmosphere not completely precipitated out? Which it did cover eventually. You did, yes. Yeah. And multiple colors, too. Yeah. Well, that was that was one of the, in, the interesting things was the the idea of as they start to to move towards slingshotting around the sun. Because they have, they have mm -hmm. to slingshot several times in order to, to gain momentum. Solar right? escape velocity. Um, yeah. Right. Gain, gain velocity, right? And like the the panic everybody had oh no 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 it's gonna we're gonna the flare is gonna happen this time you know we, we need we need to break free now you know are we gonna, are we gonna <laughs> actually make it and the the difference that that made to life on the surface right as you're super far away and then you're super close to the sun and right. you're super far away again mm -hmm. yeah, and i just kind of look at that kind of stuff i'm like wouldn't mm -hmm. the earth be torn apart by tidal pressures or, <laughs> or, or things you know but <laughs> something suspend disbelief it's okay yeah. Well, then you mentioned at one point the the pressure of the engines on the Earth itself would mm -hmm. would compact mm -hmm. it, and that does show up in one part of the story where he loses his mother. Mm -hmm. um, right. He is up on. Uh, so society is quite a bit different because they've had to move the Earth, and because of the effects of the United Earth government. Mm -hmm. They even talked about the genetic engineering they've done to humans mm -hmm. to allow genetic memory transmission between parents and children. Right. Right. And that's mentioned. But never, ever fully developed. Right? Mm -hmm. That would have been a great yeah. sci-fi premise to, to work on, mm. um, saying that they couldn't have had the developments in science and technology to do this. But one of the, the big sets of changes is that there is not very much individualism individualism in this right. culture. Mm -hmm. There's no sense of love or connection or family or art. Or religion. Uh, or religion. <laughs> yeah. And it uh, began to remind me of you know negative takes on uh, communist countries. Mm. Right. How easy it is right. when you ha when you don't have to argue with religion or art or individualism or other things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and the the value of an individual life in in that kind of thing. Right. It's it's more of a collective. Right. Right. All right. So as as the pressure of the Earth engine squeezes the Earth, it turns out that the city where his mom is at uh, has a magma inflow, mm -hmm. and so the entire city lines up in order of age: youngest right. first, mm -hmm. oh, oldest yeah, last. And uh, they begin to evacuate, and she doesn't make it. Mm -hmm. And he talks about how not only did she die, but she died before she even got close to the elevators or close to the magma because the superheated right. air would have killed her immediately. Right. Yeah, so. right. The exigency rules, right? Everybody line up according to yeah. exigency rules. And I'm like, yeah, no, that's not going to work in the US. <laughs> <laughs> well, in, in, this was a worldwide thing, right. you know, presumably. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Presumably. Yeah. Yeah. 
so I was I had written down there was the they they talked about the reigning age, which is where they're slowing down the Earth's um, rotation. rotation, rotation, right? Then the exodial age, which where they're actually starting to move the Earth out of. I mean, starting to that process of the gravity assists. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember how many ten passes they did, like 10? 15. 15, okay. It was one one per year, presumably. Oh, right. yeah, 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 yeah. And then the first and second wandering age, which is where we pick up with in, well, I guess I'm not sure in the, in the movie, it's sort of in the reigning slash exodial. No, it's the exodial slash first wandering age. First wandering right. age, yeah. Because there's a first wandering age where you're leaving the solar system, second wandering age in between the solar systems, right? And then mm-hmm. the new sun age when they when they get to Proxima Centauri and yep. figure out how to attach themselves to one sun <laughs> right. in a trinary system. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah. Which uh, would be, you know, a problem about the three-body problem. Right. Yeah, yeah. Or that, four-body problem. Yeah, I, I, right. I kind of wonder about that, but I don't, I don't know enough about it. Astronomy stuff. So. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, uh, I did something here a little preemptively. I sent an email out to Matthew Inman. No, I mm. didn't. I sent an email out to Randall Monroe. Ah, XKCD. What if? What if? Yeah. And I said, you know, in the novella The Wandering Earth, they talk <laughs> about moving the planet Earth, mm-hmm. and how I, you know, I remember that from my physics classes that. You know, the planets are tidally, not tidally locked, but they're locked in between one another. The motion of one influences the motions of the other. Mm-hmm. So, you know, what happens to the solar system if you pull a planet out? Right. And then what happens <laughs> to the, the returning solar system when you drop a planet in? Mm-hmm. He didn't respond, probably because mm. it was a silly question. But. <laughs> That's a good what if, though. Because yeah. I was wondering the same thing, along <laughs> with the moon. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, they, 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 did, the they did adjust that they did other, or I guess, moon engines. Yeah. And... Unlocked it, I guess. But yeah, I was I, mean, I was still wondering about the rest of it because <laughs> yeah, gravity. Right? I think the answer yeah. is probably the sun is a larger gravitational force, and and the effect of the individual planets is probably negligible. Yeah, right. moot comparatively. Well, but also, along with these gravity spikes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> also, with the effect of one planet on another, though, depending on how close we get to Jupiter. Well, no, I mean uh, the Earth and Venus and Mars and Mercury all exert gravity on one another. Yeah. But but what I'm yeah. saying is it's a drop in the bucket compared to what the sun is exerting on all of them. So the sun would correct whatever we do, basically, in theory. No, not necessarily. I just I just wonder. I, I mean, that would be the question for or, a physicist. I'm not right. correct. I right. just compensate for. Yeah. 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 You know, probably over a long period of time, you'd see some deviations. Probably. Mm-hmm. Negligible. Yeah. And it, it'd settle out Yeah, at some point. Yeah. Right. So we also see him fall in love. He begins to develop his own family. Uh, and then the outside events begin to become more important rather than the internal events, learning mm-hmm. about, you know, how his, you know, there's no such thing as an affair anymore. He just goes and lives right. with another lady for a while and mm-hmm. then comes back. Right. And they're like, oh, Everybody's thank God very, you're here. Please change yeah. the pictures on the TV because nobody knows how. Right. It's, it's very, <laughs> very matter of fact, you know. Yeah. Dad decided he wanted, he, he was in love with my teacher. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's a little creepy, Dad. Um, but yeah, yeah I did that, like that the, the, the surface world's religions vanished without a trace overnight. I'm like, are you sure though? Are you really sure? There, a new one would come up. So, right. and, and and all the existing ones would come up with with reasons that this was already predicted mm-hmm. in scripture. <laughs> yes, <laughs> a new and, one did come up called skepticism. <laughs> it did. I hear there's, the jury's still out on science. <laughs> yeah. So as they were getting close to Jupiter, they were worried that it might hit, and they got past Jupiter okay. And then people started studying the sun right. uh, as citizen scientists, and they went. Hey, what we measure from the sun today yeah. hasn't been any different for 400 years. So this is all mm-hmm. wrong. Mm-hmm. And there's a global uprising against the United Earth government, and they're going to 
turn this. Don't make me turn this earth around. (laughs) And they're going to go put it back in place. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And after they sentence the United Earth government people to die. Right. By sending them out to the surface of Rurapente. Right. Yeah. uh, The first flash happens. Right. Yeah. And they knew that they were wrong. Irony. Yay. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. If only all doomsday prophets and and other people got to see that kind of confirmation that they were wrong. Yeah. Which kind of made me think, like, what kind of instruments were the UEG using? (laughs) Where they were able to tell all this stuff without the... uh, Well... Because they even said, like, they had the whole NGO go out there. Like, NGOs are pretty well funded. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Here, anyway. In current times. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so, they, you know, the NGO went out there and confirmed what everybody else was saying. So, I'm like, oh. And then, of course, UEG knew better anyway. And... Right. Well, I think it's a difference of, hey, we've been but, looking at this thing for several years. Right. You know, whereas whereas the other people are like, yeah, we've looked at tree cores and, and all yeah. these other things. Lots of converging right. lines of evidence that lead us to say this is going to That's happen. True. Yeah. Um, because we can we have hundreds of thousands of years of evidence mm-hmm. that this is coming. I mean, it's still it's it's the kind of thing where I'm like, do we really want to drill down on on this premise? I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't think we do. It doesn't need to be hard science fiction yeah. to be fun. Yeah. Yeah. So I was wondering if it was making a larger statement, you know, because mm. in, in our time, the big thing is climate change. Yeah. And so we have, we have s- almost every scientist on the planet. It's not mm. everyone, but most of them saying mm-hmm. human, human mediated climate change is real. Mm-hmm. And yet we have a very small, very powerful core of people in the government and in business that say no. Mm-hmm. And so we don't see the kind of changes that would need to happen to change the amount of carbon em- emitted. Yeah. Right. And I was trying to draw a parallel between that and, and all these people. Sure. Yeah, it's like, well, the sun looks okay to me. Yep. You know, global warming and, you know, here we have all these cold years. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> Yeah. So you when we were talking about this originally, Colin, you're like, like I'm not sure I want to read that again. It was dark. And, and part of it was there was the whole notion, you know, that religions disappeared and that basically I'm curious if – you talked to Emily at all about this, about the fact that the arts were just pushed to the side. Like it's all science. Mm. That's all we, all we have. And I'm like, yeah, but having people right. study different things makes better science in the long run. Right. right. If, if there are relations between them, you know, like between yeah. math and music. And I'm sure there's things between visual perspective, perceptiveness and geometric awareness. And yeah. Yeah. But I remember reading right. a book a while back called how, how the hippies saved physics. <laughs> um, because because it was he was talking about that countercultural movement and how important it was in the development of of quantum physics and and lots of the studies of of dark matter and dark energy because they were thinking about things differently because they were yeah drugs. I was, I was <laughs> say exactly the same thing it's about developing different perspectives yeah 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 well and even some of our most famous scientists they were Renaissance men mm-hmm. they weren't mm-hmm. solely scientists right. they right. were yeah. artists and musicians yeah. and scientists and mm-hmm. philosophers and yeah. right. So to talk about, you know, kind of the, the, the pervasive culture, you know, or the, or the mindset of the people, I, I wrote down this quote and it's from uh, the main character's father. And this is what it is. Listen, my dear, we must hold on to hope, not because hope is real, but because we have to live up to nobility in the pre-solar age, nobility meant money, power, or talent. But now one must only hold on to hope. Hope is the gold or jewels of this age. No matter how long we live, we must hold fast to it. Does that sound pretty good? Yeah, sure. Okay, now, after reading that, I'm going to read you a sentence out of that. Not because hope is real. Right. We have to hold on to something that is right. not real, because it's the most important thing. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, 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 you could it, say that about now in civilization. Civilization's yeah, yeah. not real. We live in an artificial construct of society. Have you, but have if we you, don't hold on to it, it's going to disappear, and we're all going to go back to not living in the houses we live in. Right. 
and not be able to drive and have cars and technology and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Right. It's or like the banking system, right? Yeah. That money's not real. No. No, that money's definitely not yeah. real. Yeah. Well, have you read the Chronicles of Narnia? Yeah. The Silver Chair? Yeah. I'm, I'm going to believe in Aslan, even if there isn't an Aslan. I'm going to believe in Narnia, even if there is no Narnia. Because the imaginary universe that you've, you've, the imaginary world that you're saying is imaginary is better than this one. But now you're moving into faith. Yeah. And we were just told all religion, all right. faith-based things mm-hmm. were, were totally destroyed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that might or be, were that, they? Dun 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 dun. Right. So there was yeah. this new new one world religion about hope. Right. Humanism. Yeah. Yeah. It's just another artificial construct. Yeah. Upon which we survive. And so I was, I was thinking about the whole exigency, exigency rules. I can say it. Yeah, I can say it. That's no problem. <laughs> I did it. Nailed it. First time. Yes. Um, fixed in post. And and how? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not going to fix it. <laughs> not now, anyway. <laughs> right. Um. When Katie was in Japan, when the tsunami hit and her, her town was destroyed. Right. Um, she was, she saw when the relief came, right? And they were handing out supplies to people. Mm-hmm. There were long lines of people waiting to get some supplies, right? And they would run out and the truck would leave and everybody would just go home. And, and it was very different. Like there was no rioting for it. They didn't have to come out like in Soylent Green with the trucks and, and, and hard cart people away <laughs> it was just it was she had so much respect for the fact that they were just not fatalistic but just like okay supplies are gone for today so we're just going to go home and that that reminded me very it's like it's a very it's a more asian way of thinking about it than than mm-hmm. in the u.s you'd have people looting and rioting and or attacking each yeah. other mm-hmm. right yeah. yeah oh you got supplies i'm gonna take them yeah, yeah. <laughs> right anything else about the story I mean, it, it covers a lot more ground. It does not, you know, it is called the Wandering Earth with good reason, because they do not make it to their destination in the course of the story. Right. No, not, no. Not that it's destroyed or anything. It's just, we've, we've yeah. made it this far. We've left the solar system. We're now wandering. But I was, I was kind of going, is there another story? Or can we, can we find out right. what happened next? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think it's, I think it's worth pointing out that in the story, the dramatic event is the asteroid belt, the maneuvering, I suppose, right? Yeah, where a bunch of the Earth engines are destroyed. Yeah, because that's where that's where his dad dies. That's where they're blowing up asteroids to get out of the way and blah blah blah. Right, right. using the antimatter bombs. Yep, which is dope. Yeah, yeah. Versus the total nonsensical, dramatic storyline behind the movie. Well, shall we talk about the movie? If we have to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did I hear that Emily was not a fan? She was not a fan. Um, she preferred Rollerball. Whoa, that's what I said. Whoa. All right. She clearly didn't have enough alcohol on board. Are we talking Rollerball or Rollerball Remake? Rollerball Remake. Oh, wow. Whoa. Yeah. 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 I think think this movie has a higher ranking on Rotten Tomatoes than (laughs) everything does. Yeah, everything does. Yeah. I think think her big problem was with the, uh, all the male characters are total Mm a-holes. And none of them were relatable. And the one female character, well, not the one, but yeah. one of them just basically cried all the time. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, she was a young girl. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, and, and, and most, and from, for the most part, they had guns for absolutely no reason. <laughs> well, so they could shoot at Jupiter. Well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> that right. guy unloaded on Jupiter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about the movie. And like we were talking about before, right? It It's... I will say my biggest problem with the movie is probably the lack of hover cars, hover vehicles in general. 
and laser weapons. It would have been made better with other hover cars. I think so. Hover vehicles and laser weapons would have been way cooler. Did they have the budget to do that though? <laughs> well, they they made it look pretty cool so far. So yeah. Why not? So so let's start with positives. <laughs> let's start with positives. The thing looks fantastic. It's beautiful. Yeah. Outside of the lack of hover cars and laser weapons, yes. Okay, your, your objection is noted and overruled. <laughs> <laughs> Boo. <laughs> yeah, like like all the all the effect shots worked really really well. The vehicles were really cool. I thought, despite mm-hmm. the fact they didn't hover, they um, didn't hover with the with the ten wheels. I thought those things were awesome looking. We have those now. Well, yeah. All, 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 all the research and development was going into creating the Earth engines, so couldn't make hover cars. Yeah, or jetpacks. Yeah, heavy element fusion, really cool. Yeah, yes. it was I, I began to wonder at one point how much of the Earth's mass they were going to consume in right. order to activate those fusion engines. Right. And they mentioned they were going to take out like half hmm. of all the mountains in Asia. Interesting. And you know, just blast it into space as, as energy for reactant. Matter. So that might mm-hmm. gravity spike the Earth, but not Jupiter. No, I don't. <laughs> yeah, so, right. Let's talk about the actual premise of the film. After James recovers, <laughs> it's the beer. <laughs> it's okay. I, 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 this is I so preposterous. I, I will can't get over them. the stupid gravity spike thing. <laughs> right. It's so dumb. So, the, the movie. I feel like if you wanted to adapt the actual story, it would have taken a multi-part miniseries told over generations. No, right? no, no, no. No. I mean, I guess it is in the course of one person's They could have just made, A, they could have had a better screenplay, probably. Hmm. I don't know. I'm pretty sure there was something lost in translation. Probably. But they could have used the whole asteroid thing instead of Jupiter as the the, the protagonist event, I guess. Yeah. Whatever. Protagonist. I'm not sure what you call that, but. There's more action involved in having gravity spikes in Jupiter than there is in the book. In the, the novella. The novella no is, way, a, they is could, a... Have you ever seen Armageddon? It's about an asteroid. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. He played the Armageddon card. He wins. He wins. <laughs> Boom. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> the notion that they're going to go through all the calculations, figure everything out, and then go, right. wait, crap, Jupiter. <laughs> we forgot about Jupiter. <laughs> and it's gravity spikes. Right. Well, I mean... Well, see, that's the gravity thing. Not even forgetting about Jupiter, but the gravity spike. How much mass would gravity would Jupiter have to change either way, be modified for it to actually spike? I, I didn't. In its so gravity? okay, here, here's the thing. I didn't. I didn't get the impression that it was a sudden spike of gravity. That it's just we somehow we miscalculated our courses off or something, and so Jupiter is now pulling us in. Which that is not the, the impression I got. Okay, if the trajectory was off, but it, it well, was. Well, hold on, hold on. Let's just point out real quick that Colin and I are right, and Seth is wrong. Okay, you may continue. Okay. okay. <laughs> With that being said, uh, you're not going to argue that the problem was that the Earth was being pulled into Jupiter. No. no. Okay. Okay. So we just disagree on what caused it. Yes. My my thinking is it was just it was an error in the in their course. Right. That they had. and your thinking isn't correct. Right. Because we've had we've had in our time multiple spacecraft around Jupiter right. measuring its gravity and doing other things. Yeah. Yeah. And right. there's no reason to believe, although it wasn't stated, mm-hmm. that if they studied the sun, if they have to gravity bounce off Jupiter, that they aren't going to send things in advance to re- mm-hmm. go re-verify the gravity. Right. So this whole idea right. of a gravity spike, sudden change in gravity. I yeah. See, I, I still disagree. Nonsensical. I, we'll, we'll have to have people tell us if they think that gravity, that Jupiter's gravity changed. It would I require don't, I don't a massive was... change in its mass. Of course it would. Yeah, and which and is that's why not going to happen completely... in the time frame it takes for the Earth to travel there. Okay, I just don't think that <laughs> Jupiter's gravity changed. I don't think that was ever a, pl- a plot point in the movie. I think it was just it's different. You know, it's we 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 are somehow wait, 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 we miscalculated. I I think he's 
prevaricating again. Oh, okay. No, no, no I'm I'm saying it's it's Gru- not Ju- that Jupiter's gravity. Jupiter's gravity changed. did change. It's called the gravity it's spike. It's called a gravity spike. That's it's, what that it's means. Here. <laughs> it's here and it goes up because there's a spike and then it comes. Or, or did they have a giant spike like a railroad spike called gravity that they had protruding out of the planet? Okay, we, that we, we almost we, hit. we may not agree on this one. You're gonna have to watch this movie so, again. So, and I guess I, I guess I will have to because I will agree. You should That's turn the dubbing on this time. Completely asinine. <laughs> the the idea, right? Yes. And and so so like my brain is rejecting it as a plot point. Well, I retconned it. Okay. And I, it is possible. You know that's that's a fair point. That actually. if you have a liquid planet <laughs> and you redistribute the mass, you can get gravity to change because there are gravity variations even around the Earth. It's not a liquid planet though. It, it's not a liquid planet. But yes, if you had is. a planet that's more liquid, like Jupiter has a pretty significant yeah, liquid true. amount, yeah, okay. then it's possible yeah. that if if a, if a dense area came over, there would be different gravity there then. Yeah, but whether that's but, enough but to then, cause, the, but then that would change the. Okay. Yes, no, no, no. Yes, <laughs> right. That's about as far as I got. <laughs> no, yeah. the, the gravity is still between the centers of mass, and and so no, no matter how the stuff exactly. distributed, yeah. uh, th- this is why my my brain is rejecting it and saying no. That's not what the movie was saying. That's the smartest thing you said if, so far. If what you're saying is right, there would be no reason to make the gravity maps of the Earth and the Moon that people have already made to talk about variations in gravity. Okay. <laughs> do, do they make maps of? Gravity? Yes. Oh. You have to do, yeah. You have to have precision maps to do precision yeah. insertions and stuff. Yeah. yeah. It also tells you if you're landing That's on areas <laughs> of high density for geological st- studies and other kinds of things. But ultimately, like like maneuvering a spacecraft. You're right. You're exactly right. But yeah. if you're going to get really close to that thing, that those little, I'm assuming those gravity changes are significant because they measure them. Okay. So, um, all right. Let me, let me back up here then. You don't object to the gravity spike? I was trying to figure out a way to make it happen, and that is as oh, okay. close as I got. Okay. Like, all of a sudden, a great big heavy piece of Jupiter rotated around <laughs> and pulled hard and then went away. Right. And I don't know why it right. does those things, yeah. because it's Jupiter. Jupiter was hiding its gravity until until right. we got close to it. Maybe it was moody that day. You just don't know. Hmm. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not well, sure. Well, it we is can... a gas giant, so maybe it flatulated. That's pretty much what they, and then they light the fart and ride it out of the solar system. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yes. Let's light this candle. <laughs> right. So what we're saying is the science is crapola in this. Right. Um, I, I would really like to see, uh, you know, Neil deGrasse Tyson take apart. Wait, what? 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 <laughs> um, yeah. So. I think you have to take it like Armageddon. I'm going to play the Armageddon card yeah. again, where okay. you either ride it for the fun thing that it is and ignore all said. the lack of science. <laughs> You cannot stop a James. You can only hope to contain him. <laughs> what am I doing? Just pitching him these <laughs> these easy pitches. He's not even having to work it's like on we're it. Playing softball over here. All right, yeah. we we, we, we got to move on. Yeah. <laughs> so we, <laughs> instead of a an ins- of a of a deep thoughtful thing like the novella, it's much more of an action movie. It's totally an action movie. It's right. I mean the Armageddon comparison yeah. is very apt because it's an effects driven <laughs> right. movie that's that's just dumb as a box of rocks. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, who's not going to ha- who's not going to be have fun watching them trying to shoot a hole through an ice wall to try and get out of the building. Right. Yeah. That was right. yeah, that was dumb. Okay, so See, the least they could have done was have hover cars and lasers. <laughs> yeah. He just wants hover cars with freaking lasers <laughs> on their heads. Yep. Um so I wanted to talk about the what I perceived as a slightly a difference in dramatic sensibility between American-made films and Chinese-made films. It's kind of like I've watched films from India, okay. and I'm like, wow, the drama. The drama mm. is melodrama, and it right. seems normal. You know, the, the the emotionality is at a different level, which is interesting in a film where most of the people are kind of just robots, as far as I can tell, except for, like, the, the two main kids. 
Um, yeah, I they're, I they're rebels. Mm. Yeah, because like the one girl is just wailing all the time. It just yeah. drove me crazy. Yeah, uh, yeah. which I get it. it times are tough. Uh, if their their dad dies, or their grandfather, I guess. Right. Yeah. But like the whole, I'll never forgive you for not saving my grandfather. I'm like, dude, your grandfather sacrificed his life so you guys could live. Just yeah, that honor was, him for that, that and, don't, and stop blaming yeah. the guy who couldn't save him. Yeah. And no, if you're, no, if you're old man. at home, he wouldn't old have been out man. there in the first place. Right. Yeah. Yeah, they dragged him into it. Yeah, they so. did. Totally. Oh, yeah, that kid was terrible, though. Oh, my God. Hmm? <laughs> that kid was terrible. He oh, was I so him. petulant the entire time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, I like the performance. It's just some of the, yeah. the dramatics about it. I'm like, eh, this yeah. is not, this does not compute with my, my Western mindset. Sure. I read a review where they were talking about the negative reviews of this movie from the from Western culture. Mm-hmm. And they were saying that it's reflect, mm-hmm. it's a reflection of Western stereotypes and biases against Asians. Yeah, yeah. That's, really? what, that's what I was thinking about this. There, there's definitely, from our perspective, something lost in translation. Yeah, yeah there are Unless things that we won't understand because it's not our culture. Yeah. And they were saying, well, yeah, yeah. if this was the movie Armageddon, which was a bunch of Americans saving the Earth using mm-hmm. NASA, yeah. what is yeah. so wrong about... Uh, the Asian, you know, Chinese people making a movie about the Chinese sure. people saving yeah. the earth with Chinese space and Chinese tech. Right. There's mm-hmm. absolutely nothing wrong no. with that. But apparently there's this huge pushback about how it's, hmm. you know, propagating, you know, Chinese propaganda and blah, 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 blah. And yeah. Hmm. Well, yeah. I mean, they, yeah. they they brought in other people and everybody did. Okay. I had well, asked you this. A, a good highlight would be the, um, the alternate plan, right? Where they were going to ignite Jupiter and they, they said in, right in there, an Israeli council or whatever already mm-hmm. said no this thing we thought of this already it wouldn't work right but they go and do it anyway mm-hmm. uh did did you catch on to the han and chewy thing that i asked you to look for between the australian chinese guy with the blonde hair and Mm-mm. guess not no aboard the space station right you you had the the chinese guy and the russian guy yeah the chinese oh. guy speaking mandarin the russian guy speaking russian and them both perfectly understanding each other. So, well, no, they had translators. I was wondering, what was, was, oh, was he? Yeah. Okay. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. They, 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 yeah. Oh. The little thing they wear on their oh, yeah. ears is an instantaneous translator. Oh, okay. Well, and I thought, wow, just everybody understands. Right. <laughs> well, no, Han <laughs> spoke Wookiee. That's why he was involved in it. Yeah, yeah, I know. Jeez. But, yeah, yeah. But but then, like, when everybody comes in, right? Every, everybody comes in speaking their own language and everybody understands everybody, right. which is cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like yeah. Hal. They should have called it Hal. That would have been awesome. Instead of Moss? Yeah. Moss is stupid. Yeah, yeah. Moss was a dick. Yeah. Um, my favorite Moss quote, mm-hmm. it is unreasonable to yes. expect humans to stay reasonable. <laughs> True. <laughs> or podcasters. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> uh, oh, and there is something else you asked me about, and that was to find the main character's name. So he's called two things. He's called his proper name, and he's called this other nickname called Hu Kuo, I believe. Mm-hmm. And that is a nickname. And what it means, it's the identifying uh, the identifying information that ties a Chinese person to the place of their birth. Oh, so oh, really? it's like being oh, an Oregonian hmm. or huh, whatever. Oh, cool. I like that the girl's name was Dodo. 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 What else we got? Well, you got my other favorite quote. <laughs> I wrote down the entire part. So every time. Well, Boy, we haven't talked much about the plot. So there's this rebellious kid, and he st- it starts with him stealing a truck using his grandfather's ID. Yes. And when you turn on the truck, there's this automated announcement. <laughs> and it goes something like this. <laughs> Beijing number 3 Transportation Division reminds you, routes are countless. Safety is the priority. With unregulated driving, your loved ones might end up in tears. <laughs> <laughs> it's yes. a fantastic and you hear this like... 
seven, eight, <laughs> nine oh, yeah. times throughout the movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so one of my favorite moments is is they introduce the the nerdy guy who's doing all the calculations. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember what his name is, but I love it when he's making his plan and he starts calling out the names of everybody, but they're not their actual names. <laughs> right. So he's like Captain Wong, Band Aid, Antenna, Scarface. <laughs> and like my name is yeah, that was whatever. funny. <laughs> and he says whatever in English. That that was the good. That was the good part. Whatever. Yeah. Oh, speaking oh, yeah. of English versus Chinese, you have an interesting story to tell about. Right. So when I watched the movie, we had. Both the dubbing and the subtitles on, just for the heck of it. What? Yeah. Well, so we started doing it just in Chinese audio, but with right. uh, subtitles. English subtitles. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it was moving really fast, the subtitles were. They were. Yeah. yeah. It was hard to keep up with. And so we're like, I'm going to turn the dubbing on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and oh my gosh, it was like watching two movies at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> the dubbing was so much different than the subtitles. Really? <laughs> yeah. Well, so I had I had some trouble with the ADR in a couple of places where I'm like, the mouth was not moving like that. Well, no, that's the best words. part of watching Kung Fu movies. No, no, no. I'm, I'm saying even with the subtitles on. Oh, yeah. And in 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 Mandarin, mm-hmm. there were times where I'm like, that was that was total ADR. The mouth was it was not saying that, like Sigourney Weaver and oh, yeah. Galaxy Quest saying, right, screw that. You know, <laughs> but, uh, it's not what you said. <laughs> Wrong so that was that part was pretty funny. Yeah, and I like when the geeky guy was praying to enlightened Einstein, mighty Newton, and Holy <laughs> Hawking. <Right. laughs> that was pretty. Holy good. Hawking. So I guess as a recommendation, watch this movie with dubbing and subtitles on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Much more entertaining. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, they 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 take sort of a thoughtful piece about about the different what would happen to human moving culture, the moving the earth, what would be required, and that kind of stuff, and turn it into Armageddon. Right. Yeah. And in that sense, I mean, I have and to lost say, all thoughtfulness. Yeah, I still enjoyed it. <laughs> it was fun. So, so we yeah we didn't we didn't really talk about. It. I mean, Emily didn't like it. Right, you you don't sound like you were a big fan of it. Yeah, if you knew if you didn't know about the story, would that have changed your view? No, it was still pretty dumb. Yeah, neither of us are arguing. (laughs) (laughs) It's not a thoughtful movie. Yeah. (laughs) So, in general, I agree, but Mm -hmm. because it's it's another cultural context, I'm wondering how much we're missing. Yes. You know, are there things that we we just didn't pick up on because we don't recognize all the sub cues? Mm -hmm. For example, I've talked to Seth about you know anime. Right. All the little things about anime, like the little tear and the the signs that show up on people and their facial expressions, mm-hmm. they all have really big subtext that if you yeah. don't know anime culture and style, you would never, ever pick up on. Which right. I don't, because I don't like anime. Well, well <laughs> maybe you don't like anime because you don't know the subtexts. You just never True. know. Could be. Perhaps. Tim, for years, has never liked mustard. And <laughs> finally put something on mustard and put mustard on a sandwich. He's like, hey, this isn't that bad. Just, <laughs> just experience. Right. Uh, what what more is there to say about the movie? <laughs> Do we mention how beautiful it is? We did. The we special did. effects yeah. are good. The yeah. sets are good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, seeing, good. seeing in the very beginning when they had all the Earth engines light up around the equator and then on the hemisphere, mm-hmm. that was yeah. rad. Oh, there's yes. there's several places where I'm like, okay, yeah. I'd take that as a screensaver. Yeah. I, I think about it because I think the the number of Earth engines in the movie and the book, I think, were the same. There was like ten thousand of them. Yeah. And honestly, I when I was reading the book, I. Tried to picture that in my head. I'm like, okay, there's a bunch of other engines around the planet. Mm-hmm. But the planet's big. So. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't quite get the same picture as I did in the movie, but I thought the movie was like, this is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, that's much more than... It's definitely more than I pictured, and the movie did a better job than I think I pictured in my head. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. But the way they described it in the book, where like you have an Earth engine bigger than Everest, was like, 
Okay. Oh, damn. Yeah. 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 And how exactly are you supporting that? The <laughs> that the was my thought. I'm like, yeah. how are you supporting this thing? And how the hell is it going in different angles? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Be- because it's not just supporting yeah. the weight of that. It's supporting uh-huh. the torque of, right. of the blast. Yeah. 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 And the thrust. Yeah. 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 Non hardcore science. No, I took mechanics <laughs> and materials in, in, in college. And yep. You got to know the stress and strain mm-hmm. curve, you know? Yeah. 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 <laughs> no. Not hard science fiction. Although yeah. the the movie makes the story look more like hard science fiction. <laughs> right. It does. I, I thought it was it interesting, was, It was though. purdy. So I was watching the movie, and I'm like, wow, this is just a tiny little sliver of, of what's in the in the story. And then right mm-hmm. at the end, they basically narrate through the entire premise of the story, where they, they talk about, you know, this is what the project is. This is how long it's going to take. That's kind of how they set doing. it up, yeah. too. Yeah. Right? So that, that, and I'm like, okay, oh, they yeah, got the whole story. Yeah. Like, in review. <laughs> right. It's yeah. just, it, it eliminated all the stuff about the rebellion, mm-hmm. and... And See, the, that's the what I thought would have been kind of cool if they did some sort of like political intrigue and, mm-hmm. yeah. No, they didn't have time for that. Yeah, the political they intrigue became the fact that Moss was going to take over the mission. Right. Yeah. Uh, I was not sure that the space station plot needed to be there. There, there was, every time they went to the space station, I'm like, oh, uh, well, I don't care yeah. about what's going on there with them doing a spacewalk and almost dying. So that, that makes me wonder about the context, right? Because hmm. uh, in Western context... The dad sacrificing himself from the son, that's mm-hmm. a huge thing. Sure. Right? Here, that didn't really be such a thing. I mean, the son hated the dad, and the dad wanted to get back to his kids, mm-hmm. I guess not knowing that his son hated him. And even as he's getting ready to die, he says, you know, you you lied to me, you're never coming back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So much for Philo Piety. Sure. <laughs> right. Uh, should we sum up? We should rank oh, them. We have not ranked anything in a while. We, oh, we keep right. forgetting to do it. <laughs> yes. Well, this is pretty easy. There's only two things. There are only two things. Book movie. Okay. Ditto. Yeah, I think I have to agree. <laughs> I mean, I did enjoy the movie. It was fun, um, but stupid and relentless. Right. The trailer was better. Mm. The trailer, that's, that's a pretty bad indictment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, uh, folks, let us know what you thought of The Wandering Earth and uh, if you if anybody liked the movie better than the story. <laughs> and uh, and what you think about the gravity spikes. Do they exist or do they not exist? <laughs> you know the government's been holding back on gravity spikes and cattle mutilations. Right. <laughs> <laughs> They've known about them for years. Uh, but I think we'll leave you uh, until next time with a pavement pounder's blessing that starts with me and ends with James. Yes. May the road rise up to meet you and remember... With unregulated podcasting, your loved ones might end up in tears. Yes, very much. Cool. All right. Bye, everybody.